What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Industry Misfit Podcast. I am Brandon Ramon, your host. I appreciate you tuning in. If this is your first time or whether you're one of our loyal followers and subscribers, I appreciate everybody for liking, sharing, subscribing. It's been getting a lot of good feedback, a lot of support. This is our fourth episode. I figure I'll make this episode from me to you based on questions and emails that I've been getting, your concerns, things that you might be going on in your life. Every few months, I think that I'll just do an episode that's centered around that or maybe some things that's on my mind. We've got some interesting questions this month. Um, Let's get into them. The first question is, what do you think about the Colin Kaepernick settlement? In my opinion, I mean, that's what you file a lawsuit for, right? In order to in order to get something settled, in order to win. It's a victory for him. Um, I don't know how much money he got. I really don't care how much money he got. I'm sure it was a, a good amount, a decent amount if he decided to settle. I mean, it's it's a tricky situation. It's a win. I heard some people was like, you know, what is the settlement for? But it has to come to a head in some way, right? Like, wh- how else is it going to end? How else would a lawsuit end? Somebody has to win. Somebody has to lose. More likely than not, it's usually in monetary terms or monetary form. And he ended up winning. He beat the system. Throughout all of this, he became a, notar- a notable figure in the public eye. He made history. He got the Nike. He had the Nike enhanced deal. You know, so a lot of good things came out. A lot of charities won. So there's a lot of positives that come out. In terms of him still playing football, I don't know why he would even want to continue to play football. But he said he does, or they say he does, according to speculations. And that's all his decision. If he wants to continue playing football, then it is what it is. I wouldn't play football no more, personally. Uh, football is a brutal game. You got out unscathed, seems like. You got your money in order, your pockets in order. Maybe he just wants to play to, you know, put his foot on, on foot on their neck as the ultimate win. That's the only thing I could think of. But I wouldn't want to play no more if I was him. Maybe he just want to put his, his, his foot on their neck, you know. Um, I got paid. And I still played, and I'm, and I, and I made history. I became an icon throughout the process, so I can't be mad at him for that. But I'm not mad at him for taking the settlement. I mean, it had to end at some point. You want him just to sit and keep going to court over and over again. It had to end somehow. So, shout out to Colin. Um, hopefully, black people continue to uh, support um, and fight against injustice because that's what he was fighting against, you know. So, hopefully, it doesn't stop here. Next question is the Lakers going to make the playoffs. It doesn't look good right now. Um, last time I checked, they were back four and a half games. I'm recording this on March 3rd, uh, Sunday, March 3rd. And the last time I checked, they were four and a half games back of the AFC with 20 games left. That would mean they would in a good, in a good, Stint, they would have to go 15 and 5, and the team that's ahead of them, which is in the AFC right now, is the Spurs, will have to go 10 and 10. And I can't see the Spurs going 10 and 10 down the stretch and choking away a playoff berth with Popovich and the talent that they got. I think they've been underperforming a little bit this whole season, and they're definitely not going to let themselves slip out of the playoff race. If anything, you might be able to catch the Clippers that were in the seventh seed. 
but time is ticking and I just don't know what's going on. I think that the trade deadline impacted the Lakers a whole lot. The players lost confidence in the system and the coaches and the organization because they know this offseason they're going to get traded. And it's showing on the court. There's no other reason. Earlier in the season, before all of this, when they were enthusiastic and they were thinking, you know, we might have a chance to get to the Western Conference Finals or the Finals with LeBron, this, that, and the third. Now, all of a sudden, you're losing games that you should win. You lost. They lost to the Suns last night, as I'm speaking. And all of that has to do with team chemistry and probably not believing in the franchise and the organization anymore, not believing in LeBron's leadership no more because they feel like he put, he put them all on the chopping block. So it is what it is with the Lakers. I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs. You know, they better make the playoffs, but I don't think they are. It's going to look real crazy with him making eight straight finals in the East and go to the West and then can't even make the, make the playoffs. A lot of LeBron fans hold they they had on that on that um that fact that he made eight straight finals in the East. And a lot of naysayers say, well, it was the Eastern Conference. It was historically weak. So him going to the West and not even making the playoffs is, is proving the naysayers more right than it is LeBron fans. And it is what it is. This is all legacy at this point. But, you know, whatever. Let's see. Next question. <laughs> all right. This is, a, this is a female question, obviously. When are you going to get a girlfriend? And why do you think it's so hard to date in these times? What advice would you give me? This is a complex question. Now, first of all, it's a lot of relationship questions about me and my email. Y'all need to mind your business, but it's all good. I'll answer it anyway. I'm not sure when I'm going to get a girlfriend. It's... Um, it's complicated. Like I work a lot. I'm really focused on success. So it had to be a girl that really understands somebody as driven as me, uh, somebody that work as much as me. Like I actually find enjoyment at work. I'm not like most people. Like they like, when you going to come out and have some fun? When you going to do this? I'm having fun while I'm working. I'm doing what I love to do. I'm in a position where I'm actually, you know, creating art. I work really hard to put myself in this position. And now it's basically all that I want to do. Um, so it have to be somebody that's really understanding of somebody that's ambitious as me. Um, I don't go out and party. I don't do all of this other stuff that a lot of people do a lot of. I go to my friends' events and I support my friends when they have something. But other than that, man, I just, I want to work. Um, I'm focused on getting to where I want to be in life. I'm trying to build a Fortune 500 company. I'm determined on doing it. I'm trying to compete with the Universals. Uh, with the Disney's and all of these companies with the Netflix, you know, I'm gonna keep on building until I get there and, Unless they partner with me, but I'm not waiting on them to partner with me I'd rather go forward and build my own thing. So in terms of a girlfriend, you know, if it's somebody special And she understands, you know, I know I'll be a good boyfriend, but it's just that compatibility aspect of it all in terms of dating in these times there's a lot of factors that goes into that. Um, women and men are on this high horse now where it seems like the genders are as far as apart as they've ever been. Uh, the gender roles are changing a lot and you know there's mix-ups and there's adjustment periods that are going on right now. There's some women who like more of a traditional relationship. There's some who prefer 
a 50-50 relationship. And then now you have women who want to be, you know, the head of the relationship, right? And there's consequences and there's different circumstances that come with all of that. Uh, as, as men, you know, if you're a woman, in my opinion, if, if you want to be the head of a household, you got to think of the quality of men that, you, that you're going to attract with that. You're probably going to attract the loser because as men, we're born to get out and hunt. The first thing we think of is how can I grow up to be a successful man so I can build my own kingdom, so I can protect and provide for my family. That's the first thing that a real man thinks of. And that's what every day what a real man strives for is to be a provider and a protector. So if you're a woman who wants to wear the pants, you got to think about the quality of men who would accept that role. It's going to be a loser. It's going to be somebody lazy. It's going to be somebody that's not, you know, I don't want to say a real man, but in most cases, not a real man. There's going to be certain things that you look at about him and you're not going to be attracted to no more. Just because if you're attracted to, you know, masculinity, you're going to look at him sometime and the way that he act. And you're going to see a dude out somewhere that attracts you more because of the way that they carry themselves. You get what I'm saying? So in terms of dating in these times, it's just real tricky. You got to be patient. I say, I say, in my opinion, work on yourself and be patient. That's the best, the best thing you can do. So when the person that comes along, that's great for you and right for you, then you're ready. You got to work on yourself while you're single. Stop jumping in and out of relationships. Stop doing all of this crazy stuff and, you know, tainting yourself, hurting yourself. You get what I mean? In my opinion, I say this all the time, and I really never said this public, but I think relationship experience is a bad thing because I think each relationship that you get into, you start to like, it's like, it's like damaged goods, right? Like you're using yourself, you're using yourself up. And now, you know, everything that the new person does, it reminds you of something that the person in the past did. Um, if I bring you roses, all of a sudden you thinking, Oh, the last dude that brought me roses was after he cheated on me. So what you up to, what you been doing? Or, you know, just different things like that, like deja vu coming into play. I've been in situations like that where I've tried to do nice things for a woman. And she says, oh, what happened or this or what is that? And because something that an old guy did. So be patient, be careful, be picky. You know, that's the best That's the best advice that I could give you is to be patient, be picky, figure out your own self, what you like, what you really want to put up with, the different roles or the kind of people that you like. And, and move on from there. But don't keep on bouncing in and out of relationship. Everybody shouldn't have access to, that's male or female. Be picky about who you date. For women, do you like, if you could create a dream girl, how would she be? A dream girl, build a girl, which is probably unrealistic, but it would be like a mix between Beyonce and Michelle Obama. That would be like my dream girl if I can create a girl. A girl with a little bit of spunk and sass to her. A girl that's woke. A girl that's smart and intelligent about her business. I like all of that. I like strong women. I don't like weakness and nobody that I'm dealing with. I like strong women. So that would be if I could create a woman. I know that's probably unrealistic, but something on that order. Somebody that carries themselves with a lot of class, they got a certain aura, a certain vibe about them that you just know when you walk in that thing with the BS. 
I like women that hold their head high, you know, not snooty or not snobby, but just confident, quiet confidence, you know. They could walk in the room and they don't have to say much. Like, they just there, you know. Um, those are the type of women that I'm into. I'm not into, you know, all of the, the glitz and the glam and all of the superficial stuff. I want somebody that got some realness to them. Even if they are famous or even if they are popping, they still got a certain element of realness to them that can relate to the average person. I like those kind of women. Supportive, somebody that I can talk to and have intellectual conversations. That's really, really big to me. I like women that, can, that has some sort of intellect to them because I like to talk. I'm a deep thinker and I like to talk about things that actually matter. I'm not really into like... Um, um, reality tv topics and all of these like hollywood topics i want to talk about something real something that's impacting society in a major way so i need a woman that could you know relate and could talk to me intelligently about that kind of stuff so that's the type of women that i'm into um and i'm prone to like black women i love black women black women are strong i think black women are the strongest people on the planet i've been through this i'm a prideful man so I went through this and I, I I thought about it a lot. And the difference between a black woman and a black man's strength, because black men still are the most targeted and the most hated in America. But the reason why I think black women are strong are the strongest beings on the planet because they endure the pain of the whole family, right? Black men's strength, a lot of times is selfish. We gonna make sure that we straight, right? But a black woman's strength is caring about the whole family. It's, it's enduring the pain of the man that just left because if he left her, he was hurting inside in some way too, right? So she's dealing with his pain and she worried about the person that she loves and then she's dealing with her own pain and trying not to show that pain because she got kids sitting there and she can't show weakness. So now she so now she hiding all her emotions and she's trying to make sure the kids are straight and she's going to find a way to provide and take care of the kids through all of this, this is through years, even if you go back to slavery, when a man was sold to another plantation, right? She had to deal with all of that and still deal with the family and deal with being raped and all of these different things. So I think black women are the strongest beings on earth. So I'm really attracted to strength. I love brown skin, all of that. All women, I think there's beautiful women in all, in all races, but I just love, you know, women of color, especially black women. It's a good question that I had, um, a business question from one of our viewers. It says, I've been thinking about starting my own business, but I'm scared. I know you don't mind jumping out and going after your dreams and starting your businesses. What advice could you give me? This is a question that I get a lot, actually, and I always say, if you scared or you timid about it, then you probably shouldn't do it because you'll know when you need to do it. When you can't take it no more, when you're in a situation where you know that you're not going to be happy no more, when you know that no matter what you do at this job, it's not going to bring you that fulfillment. You need to start your own business is what you're driven about and it's, it's something that you're super passionate about. You'll know. You won't have to ask around. You'll just take that risk because it's never going to be a perfect time. Um, it's just a whole different grind when you talk about business. Um, a whole different way of managing budgets and all of this. It's something to be said about having a consistent paycheck every two weeks. 
and there's nothing wrong with having a job. What's what's wrong with it is if you live in life and you're not happy at all, and every day you get up, you're complaining about going to work. Oh, I don't feel like going to work. And when you go to work, you feel empty inside. You feel like you know that there's something else calling you. Then it's time to get another job or it's time to start your business or do whatever you're passionate about. That's the only time that is something wrong with it because there's nothing wrong with a consistent paycheck, with health care, with all of these perks that come with having a good job. Just make sure that you're happy. Just make sure that you're fulfilled. Make sure that your family is taken care of and that you actually getting something positive out of the situation. Don't don't have a job or don't be in a work a work relationship with a job that hates you, with a company that doesn't value you or appreciate you. Always make sure that you're in a situation where you feel the mutual love or the mutual benefit. And if you're in that situation, then it's fine. There's nothing wrong with having a job. Don't let society tell you that you're not living your best life if you're not an entrepreneur because entrepreneurship is really, really hard. I'm not gonna lie to you. I look at a lot of entrepreneurs or people who say they're entrepreneurs and they never talk about the dark side of entrepreneurship. There's a lot of dark side to it. You One month you can make $5,000 and next month you can make $500 or make nothing. It's so up and down. So it takes a different level of discipline, it takes a certain level of leadership, of innovativeness, creativeness, there's just a lot of, of perks in in having an actual job. There's a lot of perks of entrepreneurship as well, but there's even more cons, right? Because you never know how things are gonna work out. Sometimes it might it may take five years for your business to get off the ground. Are you willing to fight and be broke and struggle and budget yourself for five years in order to chase your dream? Or is or chase your business, make your business successful? If you're not then there's no need to even get involved with it because that's a possibility, right? I've had this entertainment company registered uh, as a business for almost five years now. I'm just now getting around to it because other businesses and other things that I was doing were making more money than this. And half the time I had an actual job or two, my own self, until I got tired of it. And then I decided to move on. Business and entrepreneurship means reinvesting and using your money to go back into your business that's not making any money while everybody else shops, goes on, on trips, while everybody else is out dating, while everybody else is doing all of these fun things, going to concerts, this, that, and the third, you are figuring out how you can advance your business. You are investing your money and your capital back into your business. It's a big sacrifice. It's not something that's made for everybody. I, I tend to think that entrepreneurs are born. It's very rare that you could teach somebody entrepreneurship. Maybe they could be born into money or get some money and start investing and doing things like that. But to actually build a business from the ground up, you know, from, from the very beginning, starting in your trunk, starting in your house, starting in your garage, going out and, and handing people, you know, the first merchandise, printing up everything yourself. It takes a special will. It takes a special person to do that. A different person is a talent, just like everything else is. Just like sports is a talent. Just like rapping is a talent. You have to have the ability to forecast industries. You need to know, be able to look at trends. It's, it almost has to be an innate ability to do, to juggle a lot of things. And that's what business is. It's not so much of 
I'm the owner, I'm the boss, and I'm about to make a lot of money. Why are you, why do you want to be an entrepreneur? What is it that's driving you? Because if social media and all of these blogs and these TV shows that are surrounded about business is the only reason you want to have a business, you don't even know what business you want to start. You already starting off on the wrong foot. You already setting yourself up for failure because there's just so many aspects that go into this. There's so many pitfalls, so many things you're going to have to persevere through in order to make to build a successful business, especially if you're creative, because being a creative is a job, but it doesn't pay off immediately. Right. So if you write in a book, you might not see a payoff to that book for two or three years. If you create a music album, you might have to make four or five albums before the world catch on and you start to profit. All of these things take time and you have to simplify your life. You have to figure out what it is that you can do to lessen the load so that you can create and build a better life, right? While everybody else is doing what they do and creating the life that they want, you have to think differently. You have to expand your mind. You have to figure out exactly how to attack it and adding on extra baggage or extra burdens or extra responsibilities is not the best way to ensure that you have that opportunity to do it. Why don't I have kids? Because I know how big I dream and I'm not at them dreams yet. So I'm not ready for kids, right? Why don't I do this? Why don't I do that? It takes sacrifice. I went, before I came to LA, I went like 14 months without buying a pair of shoes because I knew that I was coming here. I knew that I needed to save some money. I knew that I had projects that I was going to have to produce myself in the beginning. So I took that hit. I said, okay, all of this extra money that you, that I'm spending that's going down the drain on, on clothes, on going out, on shopping, on all of these different things, I got to figure out a way to save this money because I'm going to need it later on down the road. So when I get to LA, I can hit the ground running because I got projects that I need and I know nobody is, gonna, is checking for me, right? If you don't grab the bull by the horn, then nothing's going to happen for you. You're just going to be sitting there, right? You're going to say, I'm a director. And you're going to be looking for stuff to direct and you're not going to have it or you're going to say this and that and the third. So you got to make sacrifices that most people are not willing to. I wanted to get this off my mind, too. We just wrapping up Black History Month. In 1926, a man by the name of Carter G. Woodson created Black History Week, which then in turn became Black History Month. He created Black History Month in February. That's why February is Black History Month. They just expanded it to the month. So. For a lot of people, they like, I'm not celebrating Black History Month because they gave us the shortest month of the year. Carter G. Woodson, a black man, actually created this as a good thing. And also understand that you are black every month, right? But there's nothing wrong with putting a little extra celebration into February when Black History Month come around, right? He wanted it. He's seen the vision for it as our ancestor. There's nothing wrong with us appreciating the notion and enjoying ourselves during Black History Month a little extra. Now let's carry it on through March all the way up till February comes again. But at the same time, stop shitting on Black History Month. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Be beautiful. Be bold. Be brave. And create great things. That's something that, I, that was on my mind. I also want to say there is a possibility because I look at, I'm looking at, at certain celebrities and they're not back in our community and they continue to get support from us, right? They go and they tap dance for the other side 
and then they come back and a certain amount of people embrace them because they're celebrities, because they may be able to do something for them, um, for their careers, or they want to look, they want an Instagram photo or Instagram video with them, with that person. So once again, I want to thank y'all for supporting the podcast. Continue to email me, continue to message me, continue to show love and subscribe and let other people know about the podcast. This kind of caps off, I guess, the first quarter of the podcast. This is the fourth episode, and I'm really excited about, you know, the second quarter of the podcast. we got a lot of great shows planned. Uh, we're going to level up a lot, and I'm looking forward to sharing everything with you as more projects drop. And thank you for your continuous support. I appreciate you.